in your head right now, I want you just to, to get your dream job. Okay, whatever that is, you're there. Feel the desk, feel the Zoom call, feel the paycheck, whatever it is, right? Now imagine, just imagine all of a sudden your ex steps in and ruins all of that for you. Now it's an actual thing that's going on right now with one listener of the podcast, but how do we steer her away from this? Let's discuss with Ask My Mom today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast we do daily. This is my mom, my co-host, as we live, laugh, love my mom, live our lives out loud, laugh a lot, and we love my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right, I want to get an update on this whole um, scam that you get yourself into. And if you're like, what scam? I know there's a plenty of scams to keep up with on this podcast. You actually literally, like, mom's like, I got an update on the whole scam thing. And I was like, well, you're going to have to refresh my memory of which scam we're talking about here because I feel like you're always in some kind of scam, one, one, one or the other. really. Take us back to this, uh, one of the most recent scams you somehow <laughs> fallen into. So I went online, probably through Instagram and ordered um, what I thought was a quote-unquote free bottle of a weight loss supplement that you paid shipping and handling of $9.95. And I placed the order, and immediately after I placed it, I got a receipt for $216. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it was for six bottles, right? Yeah. I was like, what? So wait, you were going to order one, or they're going to give you one for free? No, one for free, and you okay. paid shipping and handling. That's okay. what I was into, right? Right. Okay. Well, that's not what happened. I don't know if it was my error or their error, but my credit card was charged $216. Yeah. So I called them immediately, and she said, I'm sorry. You have to, you have to call us back for a refund after you get the product because it goes immediately to shipping. And we have no control over it. And yeah. it'll be to you in three to five days. I was like, are you kidding me? I have to go Which, to all the trouble of sending it back and all of that. She's right. like, yes, that's our policy. Just call us back when you get the supplement. Okay. Well, it wasn't three to five days. I think it was more like seven to eight days. <laughs> but it came today. And to be fair, you're also in the middle of nowhere. So everyone else's true. three to five days is technically oh, your true. seven to 10 that's days. True. You know, <laughs> they got to put it on the, the Dawsonville post office yeah. for three days. That's probably <laughs> they got to right. put it on the Pony Express and get it all the way out there. So <laughs> that's probably right. Anyway, right, so it comes today. today. I called the customer service number and said, I need a refund on this product and how to return it. You know, give me directions. And they were very nice. Okay. And she said, um, if I offer you 50% off, would you be willing to keep the product? <laughs> so this is how they get you. Uh-huh. And I uh, said, no. Mm -hmm. And she said, how about 60% off? It's <laughs> getting scammier by the minute. <laughs> and I said, no, mm -hmm. I want a refund. And she said, okay, ma'am, fine. I'll, be sh I'll issue a refund right now. I'll have to take off nine ninety five for restocking charge. Okay, but that was okay because that's I mean, what I planned all to spend, right? Yeah. yeah. So you'll get a refund of one hundred and ninety, whatever it was, within three to five business days, and I'll send you an email confirmation. Okay, great. 
That's good then. Yeah. So I get my email confirmation and then it occurs to me that she didn't tell me where to send the product back. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, now they're going to say, mm-hmm. you didn't send the product back. You only had one hour to ship it back. Unfortunately, you missed the <laughs> window. Right. And You only had three minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, so. you missed it. And uh, I'm going to have to charge you double now for the product <laughs> because right. you've inconvenienced us. We thought we we're going to have all this extra inventory, but we didn't actually have it because yes. you. Yes. So. So what are you going to do? Him, no, I called him right oh, back. Okay. All right. Here we called go. Called him right back and said, I need to know how to ship this product back. And guess what? Um, we don't need the product back. <laughs> really? Uh-uh. They won't take the product back. <laughs> how about she, that? But she said, um, but I see it on your order that there's a confirmation of your refund of $198 or whatever it was. So they don't even want it back. No. That's and so think crazy. about it. I mean, that's a good policy because I could put something in that product, right? Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, I could but tamper still, with it. The fact that like their markup can be so high, <laughs> so and high. they're sitting here knowing they're going to give it to you for free anyway, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And so they're just kind of trying to hustle you a little bit. Uh-huh. They're like, all right, 50%. Uh-huh. And most people but I maybe said, okay, or 60%. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So that's a deal. That's a deal. Yeah. Um, Wow, but but wait, why do they charge you a restocking fee <laughs> if you're not actually having to restock everything? I don't know. It's crazy to me, but I need to talk to Jimmy Mack about this one. I, do I don't think a, he would be he'd be thrilled about this one. <laughs> I do have a confirmation email stating that they've made a refund to my account well, at the last go. four digits of the account number. So I'll look for that. How they were that? certainly quick to charge my account. Yeah, there's always um, something going on with you in there. Always some kind of scam. <laughs> uh, Michelle, one of our one of our favorite listeners, I emailed you the story she sent me. Did you see that today? Yes, about sounded, the sofa. Yeah, sounded like <laughs> you. So there's this TikTok going around. I'll read you the story. It's a UPS driver that's going viral after sharing a claim of the most unreasonable encounter he ever had with a customer. Here, I'll, I'll play. His name is uh, your uncle Dave. Uh, listen, listen to this. I mean, would you do that? Would you, would you like ask them to come inside and take apart your couch? And... <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, she I sent me just being like, I'm afraid your mom might crazy. end up on TikTok, you know, like <laughs> you're out here doing all this crazy stuff with these UPS drivers. They're going to get mad at you. You're going to, you're going to get, you can put no, on play and get canceled. UPS driver. Yeah. It's my you're Amazon driver. So I have here. a problem with. <laughs> I thought that was funny when they said, yeah, let me just put you through to, to Jeff Bezos. Uh-huh. Yeah, real quick. No problem. <laughs> hold, hold just one minute. I got it. No problem. <laughs> well, that's funny. Uh, to, yesterday on the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast, we had a woman named uh, Logan Yuri on. She is a relationship expert. Also, she is the director of behavioral sciences or relationship sciences. I think it's a director of relationship science over at uh, the dating app hinge. And she had a, uh, she got a book out too. And she was talking about this new theory, the theory of uh, fear of dating again. It's really having to do more with like post pandemic and how people are, are struggling to get back into the dating world because it's just like, it's just been a weird year, you know, like year, mm-hmm. year and a half. And some people stop dating. Some people, wanted to date, uh, you know, or, or feel uncomfortable dating again, or feel like they've kind of lost their mojo. And, uh, yeah. So she came on to kind of talk about it today and we kind of broke down. She's a book out. What, what is it called? How not, how not to die alone. Mm-hmm. And apparently in this book, there's three types of, of, uh, 
people that are are I don't want to say failing, and I'm doing a terrible job of, of pitching this book. I know, but <laughs> basically, like three ways that like prevent you from dating, three different like like types that you fall into. Mm-hmm. And you can go listen to the Uncensored podcast. She does a much better job at this. If you search Kramer and Jess Uncensored, uh, then you can get the uh, the Uncensored podcast too, or just go in the show notes and click on that too, and kind of hear the whole interview with her. But mom, you said you liked the interview, yeah? I did. Oh, I thought she was right on target. Yeah, uh, let's play. I'm gonna play a little bit of that on this podcast today. Here, listen. The reason I think I'm single right now is it unrealistic expectations of relationships, unrealistic expectations of a partner, or unrealistic expectations of yourself. Oh my god, it's like it's. Uh, I I think I can easily <laughs> say it's all three of those, and that makes okay, me that's possible. I mean, honestly, when it first started, it was I'm fearful of I I don't want to feel the pain of rejection again. That's how mm-hmm. it started probably two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Then I got a taste of it. It's like a taste of blood, right? And I was like, ooh, this mm-hmm. is kind of fun. The power and control. Just that you the, had. the ego of it all. Yes. Of like of like, oh my God, like all it went from like this, I feel so rejected, no one's ever gonna love me, to like, oh, so wait, out of control. Everyone loves me. Oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. So then I would just start dating a ton because 10 years in a, a marriage where I didn't feel loved or yeah. didn't feel that attention, I think that I felt very, uh, it was just this very. You were craving it. It was craving. Ego boost. Yeah. Ego boost. Needed it, right? Okay. So then there's that part. But now it's like, oh, well. How am I supposed to know what the one looks like? I'm still having fun with all of, you know, just thinking about the idea of many. And I. But one is just never enough. What if I meet somebody else? Mm -hmm. Like I meet one. I'm like, she's great. Like she's Mm -hmm. great. She's fantastic. And I'll find one thing and I'll kind of harp on it for a while. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Then what what, could I find somebody that maybe, yeah, Mm -hmm. didn't have that quality, had everything that's great about them, but didn't have that one thing that was bad. Um, or is there somebody out there that would be more fit for me or would there be somebody hotter or would there be somebody that's more successful? You know, just all these things, just, I'm scared to make that commitment knowing that what I already messed it up once. So how do I know I'm not going to mess it up again? Kind of thing. That sounds like the maximizer to me where you're just like, okay, I want a little bit of her and a little bit of her and make this Frankenstein person, yeah. which maybe, the, maybe you're still reeling from the divorce and maybe, you know, you're just getting over it. I think it depends what your motivation and goals are right now. Like, are you trying to be in a relationship? Do you want to get married again? If you just want to keep doing this, then it's serving your purpose right now. I think it's really about like, where are you headed? Please tell Jess this, by the way. <laughs> But walking respectful to the people, right? You don't want to be leading people astray. That's my issue. That's that is my issue because he's saying all of these things, but then it's like the tendencies of being in a committed relationship that was falling into these situationships. And then also, Mm -hmm. I have a question: How do you find the balance of? I think like the state of mind that he's in, and he just has all of these like boxes that he needs to check off. This is what I'm mm-hmm. dealing with. This is what I'm mm-hmm. not dealing with. This is what I, 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 I want, which I understand because he was in a situation for so long where he wasn't getting what he wants. But how do you find a balance of that? Mm-hmm. And then also compromising with another human being and not being so just like me focused. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think those are all great points. Yeah. So I definitely have interviewed plenty of people who say, I'm getting out of a breakup. I'm just looking for something casual. And I meet up with women. I say, 
I really am enjoying spending time with you. I'm just looking for something casual. And sometimes the woman says, that's not for me. And sometimes she's like, great, me too. Let's have fun. So yes, step one is just being upfront about what you're looking for. That's how to avoid being that F boy that everyone hates right now. <laughs> well, can, I be, can I be honest about that too? Is because what I found is I'm, I'm typically pretty upfront about that. Typically. Um, but then after, and, and at first women are typically okay with it. Until they're not yeah. anymore. Until he's yeah. being like their boyfriend and then they think he's going to be their boyfriend. And then he's like, oh, but I told you in the beginning this and this and this and this and this. So that's when the whole I'm, I'm going to act like we're in a relationship thing comes in. Mm-hmm. Even though It's my third date theory. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a behavioral scientist over here all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> If you add the word theory to anything, it sounds very professional. Right, right. Like I could do this. My third date theory is that literally I get three. Even if I tell them it's casual, I get three dates until they're like, well, what is this then? And I'm like, oh, but I told yeah. you. And they're like, okay. Okay, well, let's see. I think in their head, even but, if you tell when, and I'm just obviously mm-hmm. my experience of a man. Yeah, yeah. How is your behavior though? How is your behavior that gets them to that point? It's not just casual. It's not casual behavior, well, which is why you find yourselves in in the in these like super intertwined, complicated situations. Well, let's ask uh, let's ask a, a true professional. What is casual dating? I mean, I totally see both of your points. And there's this term I've heard, I didn't come up with it called a future faker, which is someone who's like, Oh, I, you know, I'm invited to a wedding in June. And I'd love you to be my date. And when our birthdays come around, we're going to do this together. And then the woman does get excited. And she's like, he seems really serious about me. And so for you, you're like, I gave the warning, right? There's the warning at the beginning of the movie, whatever, R rated PG 13, (laughs) but then your actions are maybe not reflecting that. And so I think this is really, I think it comes down to integrity. And that's something that you have to define for yourself. What is acting with integrity mean to you when it comes to having your actions be the same as your words? I mean, what'd you think mom thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what part you played because I can't hear that. <laughs> okay. So to be honest, we don't play things in real time <laughs> yeah, in this podcast. Exactly. So. But I thought she did a good job of talking about why people are anxious about dating and mm-hmm. why they don't. Mm-hmm. You know that her three standards or whatever, not standards, but her three reasons right. for not dating, I thought were legit. Well, I, um, you know, I, it's funny because she goes over all three of these, right? And these mm-hmm. whole theories of that she thinks prevent people from, from dating. And, mm-hmm. um, I think I kind of fall into all three categories. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of all do. over the place. Like I'm. Kind of, you know, scared to get it wrong, scared mm-hmm. to, to scared to get it right, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just still kind of not wanting to have, not even not just wanting to have a relationship, but having like, uh, like doing it right this time, and like yes. I can't find time during the week to do anything, all right? So that kind of leads me to the weekend, and I'm just, I don't know, I'm so career focused right now. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't mind having someone to hang out with like once a month, mm-hmm. even like once a week. You know what I mean? Would be, but that's really all I can handle right now. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I just, that's why I'm even like, what I, I like, I don't know that I'll be able to find someone. It's like, Hey, you just want to hang out on the weekends? Like just maybe mm-hmm. for like one to like three hours because I wake up really early still. I need a nap in the midday and I go to bed early so I can hang out between like three and 7 PM on Saturday. <laughs> I work all day Sunday typically and Friday night I'm too tired to do anything. So I've got about three hours on the weekend. If you ever wanted to do anything, you know, I just, I don't I think that person's out there. You know, when Maggie met John, they met at a wedding and John said something to her. It's my sister and her husband now, just FYI. Yes, and her husband, who her husband is a doctor. And Mm -hmm. 
He said to her, well, I don't really Arguably get. a more important position than me. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just Arguably saying. Arguably does just more stuff in his life than that, I do. You know, he, he has a busy schedule, right? And he's right. in residency and he, do, he truly doesn't have much time. And he made some comment to, to the effect that he doesn't date because he really doesn't have time. Right. Well, yeah. now they're married. So, you know, just saying that when the right person comes along, that maybe I, I should have married my sister. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think John had much people. of a say in it. <laughs> I think we'll Maggie's see. like, I'm marrying you and that's it. Get over it. I'm like, oh, all right. And that could happen to you as well. Yeah, maybe so. So, maybe so. yeah, you just never know. I don't know. It just kind of made me feel like shit, to be honest with you. Mm. I just get well. really insecure in my own dating life. Like, I don't. <laughs> maybe you're paying too much attention to it. Maybe you're overthinking it. Maybe. Maybe you just need to get out there and meet some people, go to your and gym, meet some like people that like you have what, things in common okay, with. Here's the problem. And hey. First thing, my gym is in my condo, and my condo is all 65 plus. So I don't – actually, there was a girl in there the other day that was very attractive, and I was like taken back by it. Hmm. I wasn't prepared for it. Uh-huh. No way I could have had a conversation with her because I was like – I was literally so thrown, thrown back by, by her. Like I was like, wow, this is not who typically lives – in my apartment complex, uh-huh. literally everyone that lives here, I've not seen anyone under the age of 50 in my complex. Ever, okay. Well, ever, ever, maybe ever. you need to go to a yoga class. Yeah. I'm trying to like, get, that's one thing I, get I've, into set, something. I've set that goal. And honestly, here's honestly, my thing, honestly, honestly, hmm. honestly, hmm. like first and foremost, even before I really want to get into a relationship, I just want to make some friends. Right. I think it's so vulnerable when like you don't have a, network of people in your life yeah um that like live near like when, when like your significant other is your only outlet i feel like that's such a vulnerable mm-hmm. place to be you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um but I, I just you know what's so funny is like it's it's here it's very different than california california was very much just like you can be casual and it's like not a big deal, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody is really expecting you to settle down with anybody. Mm-hmm. Maryland's a lot different. Everyone here is like, it's very like marriage track central. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's like, if we're dating, we would like. You mean everyone's looking to just be married? Everyone, like, like everyone's like, it looks, it seems to me, Hmm. it's like a full steam ahead kind of place. Hmm. And, and from where are you drawing that assumption? uh, Just the little interactions that I've had. With females in this city is very much like, well, I'm ready to get married. So like, if you're not ready to get married, like let's mm-hmm. like <laughs> before we even get to like the, the, the date phase, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, it's like, whoa, like if you're not ready, basically like if you're not, you know, I start explaining, listen, like I, I got a lot going on, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't, I just have a lot going on. And then they're just like, well, if you're not serious about this. And I'm just like, oh, I just mm-hmm. want to, can I just go to dinner with somebody? Mm-hmm. And like take it from there or no, we have to like, but California, that was a thing, you know, you could just be like, Hey, let's just take it slow and mm. figure this out as we go. And like, but here it just seems like if you, if you even make like take an inch, you take an inch, you, you, you gotta take the whole thing. Mm. Well, maybe it's, you shouldn't preface it that way. What do you mean? Maybe you shouldn't start the conversation with like, I'm so busy. I don't have time. Maybe well, it's just true because just I want to be, I want to be, be honest about that too. Mm. Because I don't, I honestly just don't have a lot of time. Um, well, honey, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have a lot of time. 
Well, I just don't though. And like, I, I would be kind of disappointed if someone's like, Oh, by the way, like I've got three hours a week to hang out with you. Like, that's it. Hmm. I mean, not me personally, but like hmm. I would, would, when I live in San Diego, I would have been hmm. when I was looking for like a relationship and like hmm. most people dating for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just want to like go to dinner with somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe go catch a movie. <laughs> and did you have, and did you have some of those relationships in San Diego? Yeah, totally. So, it was just a, a different vibe there than it is here. Yeah. You just haven't met the right group It's yet. fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But it's you've got to get out there first. It's fine. So join something outside of your apartment complex. It's fine. Get involved in something in your community. Yeah. Go, go to the Humane Society and volunteer. That's fine. With your three hours a week. <laughs> and then maybe yeah. someone there will strike your interest or keep yeah. going to your gym downstairs and maybe have a conversation that's, with that woman. It's just fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get our quote for today, Mom. Oh, okay. It's time. I it's time. Know. We're I, already here. I see that. Okay. It's by Robert Utaro. I think it's Utero. Anyway. <laughs> No, Utara. I'm not sure. That's fine. U-T-T-A-R-A. We're not sure either. I want to like to give people credit. But no matter how much evil I see, I think it's important for everyone to understand that there is much more light than darkness. Mm-hmm. And I have to remember that when I watch the nightly news and see all the shootings and the killings and the kidnappings. And all the stuff and Israel with Hamas and around the world that, oh my goodness, I mean, there's just so many horrendous things Mm -hmm. that go on in this world, but there is so much good in the world too. Right. Um, Well, that's why we try to do that. Yeah. The good news. The good news at the end of the show. Because I mean, there is like, there's still good things going on. But the thing is like, the good news doesn't sell, unfortunately. It just doesn't. I know. I can tell you that from watching ratings of a radio show. Like if we do something salacious and shitty, like everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. If we do um, anything that's uh, warm and fuzzy, warm and fuzzy, like people mm-hmm. claim they like it. Mm-hmm. Like they, it makes them feel good, but it's not a ratings winner. It's just mm-hmm. not. And like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. And so like we do it, but we just can't rest our laurels on it because it's just not, just not what it is. You know what I mean? It's just not what our, I don't know if it's our psyche. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why it is that way, Uh, but it's the same with like the nightly news, the same with your social media apps, your CNN Mm -hmm. app, your Fox news app. Like Mm -hmm. they know the stories to push. They know what's going to get you to click over there. You know, it's Mm -hmm. all death and destruction and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's sad, sad. That's why I only have 30 minutes a day, Max. I'm like, "Mm -mm, I can get the highlights. I, forget. Day, 30 I don't know what, what show it was on. It may have been this show. It could have been the radio show. It could have been the, I don't remember, but it's talking about, yeah, limiting your amount of news mm-hmm. that you, that you take in. And like, I just, I can't do that. Unfortunately, I no. wish I could. No. Uh, I know that some people literally just will not keep up with the news. And like, I'm envious of that. I think, I think I'm envious. I almost feel like I would also like, would you feel if you like, if you walked away from all the news for a week, mm-hmm. okay, completely, I'm talking completely. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't check any app. You didn't check any, you didn't read anything online, nothing mm-hmm. on your phone, no podcast, no, mm-hmm. um, no nothing. Mm-hmm. 
no TV, no mm-hmm. radio. Like, mm-hmm. would you feel like you were missing out on I something? No, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> I almost feel like I, I almost feel like for me, it's like an addiction now to where like mm-hmm. if I didn't have it constantly, mm-hmm. I would kind of wonder what was going on. Yeah, your dad wouldn't be able to handle that either. But I'm telling you, I think I could go for months. <laughs> yeah. And disconnect. I really do. I wonder if that's like an anxiety trigger, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. well, we're scared not to know what's going on because if we know what's going on, <laughs> then we're able to like prepare for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Yeah, I understand the logic behind it, but are you? Not really. Um, you really don't have much control. No, but it. we feel like we, I, I bet you there has something to do with that though. Mm-hmm. I bet you it has something to do with that. Mm-hmm. I bet you, it seems like if, well, cause like what we're, whatever, whatever caught off guard, you know, mm-hmm. and something's happening and like, we won't be prepared. And how can we know mm-hmm. if we don't have the news in front of us constantly? You know, mm-hmm. I think for me, I could do it. I would actually like to do it, but yes, um, obviously for, good too. for work, I don't know that I could. Yeah, it's always so weird when somebody mentions job. something and you're like, wait, what? It's no. always such a bizarre feeling to me. Even Jess, like every now and then, because I don't really keep up like with every little detail. Right. Um, she She's the one that like, reports the news on the radio show. So she yes. has to kind of keep up with it a little bit better. Yes. Um, and I'll come in someday. And she's like, what do you think about it? Do we need to talk about it? And I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea <laughs> that was even a thing. Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know that was an actual thing, you know? Yeah. So. Good. Uh, interesting. Interesting. When when I feel left out of it too, I'm like, wait, how did I not know this? Uh-huh. Ah. How can I be so unaware? Ah. Download <laughs> some app to keep me up with everything, please. <laughs> that so wasn't so on my top out. five things this morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's your quote for today, mom. That was good. And you know, talking about mental health, um, it's I, I really do think if we get rid of news, it would. And listen, I do. This is what I do for a living. I still think it's garbage. I do. Yes. I think it's like we're just. I know you do. Uh, it's just kind of a, a fear-based thing that we use. Mm-hmm. Um, the unknown. It's into our psyche. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you're trying to handle your anxiety, that maybe one tactic you take is to maybe cut back on your news. But sometimes there's big things in your life that you actually do have the right to be anxious about. And like, if that's interfering with your happiness right now, maybe go check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling that you can do from your home and or wherever. You don't, you don't have to be home. I keep saying that like you have to be at home to do it, but you can do it from your phone. Mm-hmm. You can do it from the office. You can do it from your kid's soccer game. Uh, that might be kind of weird, but wherever <laughs> you're at, it's really cool. And so if you and you're you're met you're matched with real licensed therapists in your area. And so it's like boom, within 24 hours, you're contacting your um you're you're in contact with a licensed therapist. You start talking about depression and stress, anxiety, relationships, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I mean, that's just a few of them. Whatever you're going through, they can match you. It's like online dating. It's really cool when you can just kind of go in and say, here's everything that I need to talk about. And then they go through and they find their therapist that like match up best with those things. So you're, you know, if you're dealing with de- a death, uh, if you're dealing with some childhood trauma, you know, like they're like, okay, this person specializes in childhood trauma, specifically this. I think you'd be a good match with this person. And then you guys meet. And if it's not a hit, then you move on to the next one. It's cool. It's a really cool service. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. 
Jesse.com, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Uh, you can start living a happier life today. And as a listener of this podcast, you get 10% off by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Also, do me a favor. Go check out the free extended premium membership over at Skillshare.com. And that helps the podcast when you just go check it out. Skillshare is, I mean, there's nothing better than getting better, right? Like when you feel, when you do something, you feel accomplished and like, Accomplishing growth is an extremely satisfying thing to do, and online classes from Skillshare make that possible on your time. You can learn about illustration, you can do design, photography, productivity, and more. Mom, you did iPhone photography on there, I and did. you. I would not say that you are a um, <laughs> expert. No. At the iPhone. No. How did you did, honestly? Did you think it was was? Did you think it was too challenging? Was it able to like walk you through even from a novice point of view, or did, were there times you no, felt kind of lost? It wasn't that it was too challenging. I just need to do it more often. Yeah, you know, so, practice with Skillshare short classes. You can actually move through your creative journey forward without putting your life on hold. You don't have to go and like take six weeks of classes or whatever. Uh, you know, my mom's done that one. I've I've done the um, the graphic design ones are really good on there. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Kramer, where you're going to get a free trial of the premium membership. If you've not done this yet, it'd be awesome if you just go check it out. And then and after two weeks, if you don't like it, that's fine. And you don't have to stay. But like, just by you trying out the free trial, it helps the podcast. So it'd be awesome for you to go do that. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. All right, ask my mom in a couple seconds. Tis our Thursday show. Uh, first, certified fans, hi. Thanks for being a part of this um, this podcast today. Appreciate you. If you're, I feel like what this is, you know, like when you go and you fly somewhere, think back to the last time you flew somewhere, and mm. they come on, they're like, uh, we want to say hi to all of our uh, frequent flyers. Uh, <laughs> thank you for choosing Delta today as your, we know you have a choice in airlines, and we thank you for choosing us. Or like credit card reward members. Special shout out to you. It's kind of like that. That's this, that's this part of the podcast. Well, I just want to make sure that you know you're appreciated uh, for what you do. And Certified Fans is a little program we have that supports our podcast. And you can become one by texting the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. When you join, you get a bunch of perks and stuff. And inside, look at the podcast. And um, cool Facebook group that you can only get if you're a certified fan where you discuss the podcast and other things going on. Just It's a cool community. Uh, and also one thing that people love is this, a whoop whoop. You get a whoop whoop when you join the podcast. That's a new thing. So a lot of people who have been here for a while haven't got one. So when you get it, when we have somebody new, we welcome you with a whoop whoop. If you're not new uh, or we don't have somebody new, we'll go back and we'll thank someone who's been here for a while. So mom, you want to give me a number for today? 72. Certified fan number 72 is Carissa H. Carissa oh, H. from Irvine, California. I feel like okay. we just did Carissa. Did we just do Carissa? No, not recently. Maybe you we've sure? done her before, but not recently. I think Carissa we've done so many times in the last month, but uh, okay. I, feel, I feel like we should like spin a wheel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like we, we go to, I think, I feel like your brain just has these certain numbers it likes. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to go to the low numbers because they didn't get a whoop whoop in the beginning. Okay, we're gonna spin. We're gonna spin a wheel. Oh, we are. Uh huh. How are we doing that? You can do them online. Let me see if I, if oh, I can do this. Okay. Okay. Um, or maybe Google can do it. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm just going to ignore Carissa. Now that well, we've hi, Carissa. Her I, I swear we just did Carissa. We're gonna give Carissa a whoop whoop. Tomorrow we're gonna do a random number generator because okay. I feel like. Okay. I feel like we're going to the same people over and over. Okay. Who was it? Remember the other day it was like, y'all literally just shouted me out like yesterday. 
And I think yeah. it may have been Carissa. I swear to you, I think oh, it may have no. been Carissa. Oh, no. So that's why I'm like, well, we uh, can do Carissa and one other. Let's no, do two today. Today we'll do Carissa. Tomorrow we're going to do a random number generator. And everyone has an equal chance. <laughs> okay. And it's not us choosing it. Okay. Uh, all right, mom, choose a, I mean, uh, let's give Carissa a whoop whoop. Thank you, yes. Carissa. Maybe this is not the same Carissa, but I swear to you, there's a Carissa that's just racking up the whoop whoops right now. Uh, so, whether it is or it isn't, we really appreciate you. That Either is true. Way, that do. is true. Okay. Whoop whoop to Carissa. There we go. Yes. All right. Ask my mom time. This is an advice segment that we do a couple times a week, Tuesday, Thursdays, when we, if you're listening to the show in real time. Uh, it's just you got a question. You got a question. My mom's been around this earth for a long time now. Almost 70 years, mom. That's crazy. No, don't push me. 60. What are you? I'll be you're 60. what, 68, right? Yeah, I'll be 69 in September. Oof. When did that happen? I don't know. I'll be Doesn't 40 matter. in a couple of years. That's crazy. It's just a number. I mean, it is, but it's a, it's a big number. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a small number. That's for sure. I don't stress over it. I do. I'm getting close to 40 and I'm freaking mm. out. I'm like, what am I doing in my life? No, don't. Uh, you're just living your life. That's what you're supposed to do. Just on your journey. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I... Uh, Advice segment. You got a question for my mom or the podcast fam? You just shoot me an email. That guy Kramer at gmail.com. You can email, you can DM me on Instagram. I'm that guy Kramer and we'll, uh, we'll get you on the show. We'll get you on the podcast. And then, podcast fam, what you need to do is chime in 888 Kramer 8, 888 Kramer 8. And we'll get you on, um, we'll get you your calls and your opinions on the podcast throughout the next couple of days. All right, mom. Okay. Let's get to it. Hey, Kramer. Will you ask this question on the podcast? I have to give them an answer by this upcoming Monday. I'm in pharmaceutical sales and recently got offered a great job at a much bigger company for higher salary and all the other benefits. This is a position I have been working towards now for 15 years. The catch is that my ex-husband and the woman he had an affair with also work there. Oof. We would have to see each other probably once or twice a week, plus all of the sales outings and meetings. Our divorce went really bad, and I don't know how he'll react to me working there. And then seeing them together just sounds rough. But I feel like he has taken away a lot from me already. Mm. And now this just seems like one more thing that he'll have taken away. My dream job. What should I do? Podcast fam. I need your advice. Mm, yeah. Boy. Yeah. I feel that though. I mean, I feel, I get it. Mm. I get it. Like divorce will do that to you where you're kind of like, um, you know, like mm. this person already kind of effed up this, effed up that. Obviously he had an affair. Right. Mm-hmm. And now like in another lane, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like when my ex-wife like went after me at work. Yes. Like, I really want you want to F with this now too. Yes. You know, I had a right. lot of resentment. I still have a lot of resentment for that, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what do you think, mom? Is it worth it? I mean, this is her dream job, according to her. If this were me in that situation, no, I would not do it. My mental health and stability would be so much more important than any job or salary I could make. Yeah. I'm sure if it was, you know, well, she said it was a hard divorce, 
You've already been through so much. So I would say, don't put yourself through any more pain and anguish. It is not Mm -hmm. worth it. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard because I'm so career focused. Mm -hmm. Like I would really, I I think one person that we need to talk to is anybody actually worked with their ex before and like, was Mm -hmm. it manageable? Yeah. Like, are you able to separate to the know. two? And honestly, I, I wonder how long they've been divorced too. I mean, they were divorced 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Maybe. It'd be one thing. If they divorced mm-hmm. last week, that could be a completely different thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be nice to hear from someone though that's actually been in that spot before because maybe it's not as terrible as we think. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not working directly with them, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's it not as bad. sounds like she would be. Yeah, I said we'd and see then, each other, you know, meetings yeah. and stuff. But like, I don't know. I I just I I just love my job so much. You know, I love what I do. And so, to like, to get like, I'm trying to trying to think. It was like, okay, we want you to let's say it was a great opportunity in New York City. I'm just going <laughs> here, but your ex wife is going to work here, and she's going to be the the show after you or something. And the guy that she and cheated guy. on <laughs> you with. Yeah, don't leave that out of the That's equation. Wild, huh? That's pretty wild. That's pretty no, wild. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, I would not be encouraging you to take that job. No. Just no. But, but even like financially, it kind of F's you a little bit then. It sounds like it's like a big opportunity, you know? Well, it does, but there are other opportunities and nothing is worth your mental health and your mental stability and you're moving on. How, how much more difficult is it going to be for her to move on now? Yeah. If she has to be confronted with him all the time. No. 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. If you want to call us over that, if you've worked with your ex, or just have an opinion of like, is it worth it? Think about like, this is your dream job. You've been working for it so long. You already kind of ruined your marriage. Now it's going to be able to ruin your job too. I don't know. You know, something to think about. All right, Mom, what do you think? Think we, we've done enough damage here today? I think we have. All right. Well, I love Good you. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. Love you forever, honey. All right. Good news time. Let's go over to the University of Kansas. Uh, there's a group of students in their school of architecture that – have spent a year working on a project that actually can help the homeless. They partnered with the Lawrence Community Shelter to convert 12 storage containers into homes for homeless families. The shelter houses about 45 single adults now, and because of COVID, they had to stop sheltering families. They moved them to a hotel or into permanent housing instead. But the project will allow between six and 12 families to stay there in their own freestanding home with a kitchenette and a private bathroom and their own little shelter backyard. The architect students typically build one single family home to sell it on the market during their, is it a year or is it 12? It's a year. Um, But they decided to do a tiny house project instead for the homeless. And that's amazing, right? So families actually get to start moving in next month and the students will be graduating this weekend. So that's cool. Uh, we'll go over to, you know, I love animals and this is a feel good story out of the, uh, out of North Carolina. The North Carolina zoo is celebrating the arrival of not one, not two, but three litters of critically endangered red wolf pups. They've announced that uh, 12 pups were born over three days and moms and babies are all doing well. The 
uh, the zoo, which is located over in Ashboro, uh, is now home to 36 red wolves. It's the second largest pack in the U.S. behind uh, the aquarium over in Tacoma. Um, the let's see, there's only 15 to 20 red wolves remaining on the wild, and they're all in eastern North Carolina, according to the zoo. These red wolves are considered the most endangered canine in the world. Uh, for the first time in two decades, one of the litters was born in the Red Wolf public habitat, which gives visitors the rare chance to obviously see the pups. The zoo will also be doing, uh, looking for the public to help name the Red, pup, the Red Wolf pups in a poll next month. So that's cool. I like it. I can't imagine just like species going away. I don't think I've like wrapped my head around that yet. It's pretty crazy, right? All of a sudden they can just like disappear. I was over at the uh, science museum this weekend here and like seeing the dinosaurs. I'm like, that's wild. Like dinosaurs just go away. You know, like so many creatures do. And like one day will that be humans? I don't know. I don't know. It's funny because my mom earlier in the show, she was like, you know, just get off dating apps, live your life, whatever. Um, it's it, Patrick Quinn, comedian, has got a really good good stance on, on that that comment. I'm on like Bumble and stuff. We're just lazy with dating, man. My, a lot of my buddies were like, get off Bumble, man. Get off Bumble. Why is like the friends who already have girlfriends the ones who are saying you don't need it? He's like, you don't need it, man. I'm like, no, you don't need it. <laughs> I need it. I fucking need it. We're so lazy with like dating though. Like we don't really do anything. This is like a story. Literally the other day I was in my kitchen and I was on Bumble and I was just sitting there just like waiting for like a hot pocket or something. Like just swiping, just swiping. I came across this beautiful woman, gorgeous. Clicked her, I clicked her picture. Looked at all five photos, okay? I went to her bio, read the whole thing. It had her Instagram handle, went to her Instagram and I was looking through there, I'm like, this girl is perfect with the same interests. She likes outdoors and rocks. She lives in a house. She has a friend. And I go back to Bumble and I swipe her right and we don't match. And then out loud, I literally said, well, I tried. <laughs> Not really, man, I just double clicked a thumb. That's all I did, I switched an app. <laughs> we don't try anymore, man. Like our grandparents, they used to try, man. My grandpa went to war when he was 19, dating my grandma. And once a month, he could write a letter back to my grandma. He wrote it back once a month. Dearest Agnes. It's a great name, isn't it? Dearest Agnes, war is hell, but the thought of you keeps me going on. Love, Thomas. Right? Like that's trying, dude. That's, trying's not being like, Yo, you guys got Wi-Fi here? No? <laughs> Not dating today then, I guess. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. I love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for being here and being a part of this community. Hope you'll call 888-Kramer8. You want to get on and ask my mom or to say hi or whatever you want to do. If you ever want to comment, be a part of the show, we'd appreciate it. 888-Kramer8. See you tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. It's your Amazon liaison here. Uh, calling about the Amazon Chronicles. Uh, Nancy, I just want to make sure that you are adding delivery instructions at the end of your order. I know I've mentioned this before, and I'm sure you're doing it. Um, I don't know if I have any answer to the deliveries, you know, that late at night. But when you place your order, it does say that it will be delivered by 10 p.m. So I know she was really close to that. Uh, 10 p.m. deadline and she was in her own car and maybe you thought it wasn't safe. 
Um, but let's face it, what would we all do without Amazon? And I know you weren't bashing them necessarily, but man, they're doing the best they can. Um, but yes, you can add delivery instructions. I think you can probably put in a time limit saying, you know, nothing after eight, nothing after nine. But anyway, um, y'all have a great day. I love your podcast. So excited about the one million downloads, Kramer. I remember listening from day one. Oh, and also, I want to know how to increase my membership. Shoot, I meant to mention that. So let us know how we can do that. Send us a link. Hi, Kramer. This is Alma calling from Escondido, California. Uh, whether or not you ask the neighbors whether they're vaccinated or not uh, for a dinner party. And I just don't understand when it became okay to ask people their medical history. Um, does that mean that I now get to ask, you know, you if you've had a herpes test lately? Not you personally, but like, before I have you over, should I have you, should I ask you about that to ensure that you don't get herpes on my silverware? Or when was it okay? When is it okay to ask people for their medical history? It's never okay. The HIPAA violation, if the woman is concerned about someone being in their home that is not vaccinated, that maybe they are not ready to host people in their home. It's super inappropriate to ask people whether they're vaccinated or not, whether they've had their last, last pap smear or not. It's not okay. So um, maybe she shouldn't have a dinner party. Thanks. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.